Hey friends, good morning. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Great to have you joining me this morning. And today we have a very inspiring message for you, one that one that really landed on my heart this morning. So one of the, the interesting things as we trace through this story of Cain and Abel, and for those of you joining us the first time, we're working through the book of Genesis. We've looked at Adam and Eve. We looked at Adam and Eve's two offspring, Cain and Abel, and how Cain ended up knocking off his brother, knocking off Abel, and how that, that pictures that part of our brain that really wants to be right, really like going after that part of our heart that wants to be loving. And that that part that really, really is invested in being right uh, can actually be pretty cruel and pretty judgmental and pretty mean. And uh, the example we've been using is a simple one. Like, I'm going to be working at a beautiful wedding this weekend. That's just one of my messages, like to any couple is, boy, a marriage will really thrive if two people are committed to being loving. A marriage will not thrive if you have two people each committed to being right. I mean, it's that that simple. And that is because that's how we're created as human beings. We're created to be loving. We're not created to be right. And, and there's a beautiful part here, and it sounds, sounds sort of dark, but, but there's actually a beautiful poetic sense to it. And this is, again, where, where the poetic sense can lead us to see something that we might not see right on the surface. So Cain does this dastardly deed. God shows up on the scene, you know, obviously tells him, like, this is this is abhorrent. This is horrible. This is an abomination. All, all these things. And, and he becomes sort of a fugitive of sorts. But what God says is God says, and I will put a mark on you so that no one will kill you. Sort of this protective mark. And that's why we called today's service Tattoo You. In other words, he gave him a tattoo, gave him a tat, as my kids would say. And uh, by kids, I mean in their 20s and 30s. Uh, and, and what was that all about, like this mark? Because, because it's easy when we read it to think of it like, oh, he marked him as like, this is a criminal, bad guy, stay away. But that's not, that's not the way from a Christian New Church perspective we understand it in its deeper sense. The way we understand that in its deeper sense, imagine it this way, folks. We're going to go a little elliptically here to get at it. We all have these parts of us that are just a failure, these parts of us that are just plain broken. We all have them. We will carry them with us through our lives. Frankly, we'll carry them with us through eternity, though they quiet more and more over time. And yet they're still there. There were some beautiful comments yesterday that people made about, yeah, you know, I'm still wrestling with all this stuff. And, and I think we always will be. I think it's it's this wrestling match that that helps us to grow, actually, even though it's incredibly difficult and painful a great deal of the time and, and frustrating why we just can't kick these kick these habits we would so love to kick. And and it's interesting that that here God is saying about think of think of Cain as sort of those really bad parts of us. This is that judgmental, caustic, toxic part of us. And even there, God puts a mark on that. And what's the mark that God puts on it? Not not you are awful. You are terrible. Uh, you are a sinner, though we clearly are sinners. It's it's a mark that is about God's love. Isn't that interesting? You know, and that's. From a Christian church perspective, that's how we talk about it. You know that there's this mark even on those bad parts, and it's the mark of God's love. That God's love even shows up there. I, I don't think it means that God loves our faults per se. I think God loves us, and He He created us. He holds us as a package deal, both blessed and broken. And and it's interesting that the mark that protects, right, is a mark, like you think about it, if it was a mark that says, this is a guilty person, an awful person, stay away. That's not a mark that protects anybody, really. 
what's what's the mark talking about? I'll read you a, a quote here. Um, this represented the fact that they singled out the commandment concerning love above all the other commandments. Let's just sit with that for a second. Love above all the other commandments. Wow, that is immense. So this mark that protects is not a mark of guilt or a mark of shame or the scarlet letter by any, but you know, for those of you who are Hawthorne fans from back in the day, this is, this is a mark that says we are to love above all our commandments. Now we're to love God and, and that's supposed to be the primary one. And from a Christian New Church perspective, loving God and, and loving the neighbor are indistinguishable. In other words, we love God by loving the neighbor. When we love the neighbor, we love God. They, they just wrap around us like this, this beautiful circle. And what else would God want? I mean, for those of you with children, I mean, what, else, what more do you want than for your kids to love each other? I mean, that's the biggest gift. Any kids listening out there, that's the biggest gift you can give your parents is just to, to love your siblings. You know, really important. So I just I just think that's so important, folks. Like, like God is constantly through this story. Like people blow it and they mess up, and then and then we think God's gonna act this way, and then there's there's just a and then they 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 mess up again, and then God acts just this way, just this little tiny difference. And we can miss it when we read this story because I know for me, I read it through my eyes, and my eyes are all about punishment and judgment, frankly, most of the time. They, they fail to acknowledge, you know, that simple line that, you know, my job is to love above all other commandments. You know, my job is to be loving more than to be right. Um, that's what really, really matters. And, and, and live into that, folks. And, and you know, and, and trust that love. It's interesting. I was listening to a wonderful podcast yesterday and the author was saying, you know, with trust and love. Like we can't love what we can't trust and we do trust what we love. You think about it. Who are the people you most trust in the world? Probably the people you most love in the world. Odds are, uh, even though sometimes that might not might not be true. But that that idea of how love and trust go together and we're, we're asked to trust that love and to, and to trust this simple equation. Like I'm just going to choose to be loving here. That's that's what I'm going to choose. And I'm not going to be worried about being right. I'm just going to choose to be loving in this in this situ, in this situation. So that's that's my thought for today, folks. I hope that makes sense. Again, I, you know, Emmanuel Swedenborg put it really well: love above all other commandments. Boom! You know, it's sort of a mic drop moment right there, and a and a great a great little takeaway for us to have as we go into the weekend. And if we decide to get a tattoo, imagine. <laughs> Having, having that one, like that little reminder, you know, constantly, constantly talks about the Jewish tradition, you know, binding the, 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 the great commandment, you know, to, to one's forehead, you know, because that, and that's where it should be. It should be literally that central to our lives that we are to love above all other commandments, plain and simple. So that's that's the thought for today, folks. I, I hope that makes a lot of sense. It sure was beautiful, you know, just getting ready for today and thinking, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty darn cool message to share. Not easily done, but 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 definitely worthwhile for us to lean into this weekend.
So with that, dear friends, what we're going to do now is we're going to do a little meditation, then we're going to do a little prayer, then we're going to do a little blessing, and then we'll say hi to folks on social media. Uh, again, if you're wherever you're joining us from or whenever you're joining us, most people do join us archived. You know, great to have you here with us today. And uh, yeah, look forward to getting to know you a little better. So, so with that, friends, we're going to get a little breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, and bring you home. Amen. So, friends, just, just wishing you all the very best. You know, God bless. You know, let this weekend where we love above all other commandments. Let that really be the two great ones in our life this weekend. Take care, friends. God bless. Bye-bye.